Uh, I saw this today. So more bets have been placed and more money wagered on Kansas to win the national championship than any other team at BetMG. Does that scare you? Yes. Yeah, it, it scares me tremendously yeah. now, and I hate it because I jumped on before everybody was talking about Kansas. It was all about Houston and Alabama, and well, can Purdue? And oh, we don't trust Purdue. Well, maybe nobody was talking about Kansas, and now it's all on Kansas, which I know. So I know that bet's probably screwed. I'm I'm going to be honest with myself. It is the it's the tough, probably the toughest well, they got region screwed. in the West. They yeah. got screwed. You got UCLA as the two seed. I love UCLA, but of course now they're dealing with, you know, you lose your best perimeter defender. That's not helpful at all. So it's like no. the two teams that I loved now both have either everybody's in on Kansas or now UCLA's dealing with injuries. So and I, I just feel terrible. It. And I don't understand it because Houston almost got beat by Memphis. I know they're a 30-win team. I know that they've, you know, their non-conference schedule was pretty tough. Houston's was. So you can only play the competition you play. But they just almost nearly got beat by Memphis. They won on a game shot with one second left on the clock. And then they got beat by Memphis and got blown out, really. They were never really in that game. Yeah. And Kansas has more quad one, quad two wins, 18 this season, than any other team in the nation. I'm not making the case for Kansas because I hate them, but I thought they were coming out of the Midwest and they'd be the one seed. So that was really the only thing I had a problem with. Uh, Kansas. I don't think your bet's dead. I just hate the draw of having yeah. to face UConn, possibly the Zags, yep. UCLA. If Boise State gets sneaky, they're really good defensively and, and offensively. Kansas is just not a very deep team. But they're they, battle-tested. Their resume is what really intrigues yeah. me, though. That's Bill like Self's they, there. Yeah. yeah. Well coached. Grady Dick's the man. They do. I mean, they don't have – they're not as deep as last year, but they just got guys that could get buckets. Jalen so. Daniels is oh, – what's his name? Jalen Wilson. Jalen Wilson. Wilson, yeah. Oh, I took the over on his points the other night. It was just – he had. I mean, he just – I think it was like the first half. He had like 18 or yeah, something. Yeah, he's good. Whatever it was, yeah. You're right, and they're battle tested. I don't know. I'm still, I'm still not a believer. I and I like, I get it, right? Like, I look at that team and still say they're not the same team they were last year, and it's no. also really hard to repeat. We haven't seen that oh, yeah. since Florida. Christian did. Brown's not there anymore. Yeah, yeah. I, and Grady Dick's so young. You mm-hmm. know, he can go ice cold. He's a really, really good player. I've been on him for you know the beginning since the beginning of the year. But when he's cold, it's just yep. and their guard play is just kind of a little bit suspect. Mm-hmm. So. It's just so tough, man, like looking at the bracket. I mean, if Arkansas actually plays up to their potential, finishes at the rim, and does blow a 15-point lead in the second half, I think they could beat them. UConn obviously could beat them after that. Or who knows, what if St. Mary's actually uh, gets to the Sweet 16? They're tough this year. They just get a terrible draw, though, in the opening round against VCU as the 12 seed. Yeah. And then even if they get past UConn, it's like, damn, man, the Zags and possibly UCLA. I know they're not at full strength, but they still have veterans on that team. And they're really well coached by uh, Cronin, so. Definitely the toughest region for all the number ones. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, everybody good is pretty much coming out of the West. Right, right. I mean, even some of these lower seeds, yeah, like you talk about even a St. Mary's is a five seed. They could, and that's a team that could get, they could get to the Sweet 16. I yeah, mean, they got hosed for the second straight year. But that's yeah. going to be the case. And, and, and that's the only problem I have with this bracket is, like I said, like a lot of the teams that I had circled that I thought could be the Cinderella-type teams got terrible draws in the first round. You look in the East, Oral Roberts gets Duke who's really hot right now. St. Mary's and VCU, I both had circled. Memphis, who just won their conference championship, they get mm-hmm. rewarded with a tough team. So It's okay. interesting you mentioned Memphis, too. Uh, we had Patrick Stevens on earlier, and uh, that FAU-Memphis early matchup is certainly piquing his interest. Yeah. And he will have something to say momentarily. I know, that's not the best way to do it, Scott. I get it. You're doing five things at once. I totally understand. But Ryan did such a good job of getting us set up for a segue about Memphis and FAU. 
Yeah, that's a really, really fascinating game. And it may be, maybe the, the most intriguing game of the entire first round. Uh, in Florida Atlantic, you know, in a league like that where basically everybody's gunning at you and you're staring at trying to make sure you, you stay perfect so you keep your at-large hopes and all that, you know, for them to have gotten through at 31-3 and three, uh, is really impressive. Uh, you know, I, I tend to lean a little bit towards Memphis just because of just how many athletes they have, how, and they are playing really well. I mean, they've kind of quietly done their business, too, losing to Houston up until yesterday and being pretty much everybody else over the last two months or so. So I kind of lean toward Kendrick Davis and the Tigers, uh, but I fully expect that to be about as good a game as we see uh, in, the, in, in Thursday and Friday's games. And I thought that was a great point, like how athletic Memphis is. Mm-hmm. Also, they just have the size. So FAU, they're really fun. They're top 40 offensive and defensive efficiency, but the problem is they have two guys on the entire roster that are taller than 6'4". So they're really undersized going against a team like Memphis. So if they get killed on the glass and Memphis gets all the second-chance points and offensive rebounds, they could easily get blown out. But if they score points, man, or if they hit their shots and uh, could hold their own on the defensive glass, offensive glass, I think that they could stay within that game, maybe even beat them outright. But they're just so small. They've also been playing, I mean, just play, Memphis has been playing really well, though. I mean, I think entering, oh, yeah, right? They'd only lost, like, four games in, since January 1st. Yeah, I mean, it looked like a mess. Like, last yeah. year was an absolute mess. They had all that ta- all that talent. They almost beat Gonzaga. Bates. Mm-hmm. Well, they, and that's the thing. They, they came the around. Yeah. yeah, they came around in the tournament. That's why I feel like I have more faith in Memphis now. They're, you know, getting hot. They pennies, win. Yeah. yeah, pennies. Obviously, penny. They have the momentum with winning their conference, right? And I know that's not always a sense of, of what you can expect in a tournament. Sometimes it's actually the opposite. Conference tourney winners end up falling flat in the, in the tournament. But they've got athleticism for days, which we know is what Penny likes to do. They've get, got pace. They've got certified bucket getters. And, you know, you've got Penny Hardaway got, getting these guys to play well at the right time. So if they play someone... Playing Purdue is really, really a good spot for them because mm. Purdue's not that athletic. I'm saying, like, watching Zach Eady run up and down the floor is just—can he even keep keep up with these kids? That's the, you'd almost need to run, like, just get him and try to give him foul trouble, or just have and a just get out and, and just make him just the last guy back. Yeah, because he's no Tyree kill. No hope. That no. we know very much so. Guys, right now, our dubs putting a whooping on the Suns. Putting a whooping on them. I love it.